Welcome back to another episode of How to Live the Podcast, where we have real, meaningful, and fun conversations with people who inspire us. And sometimes, like today, we just have them with each other. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Daron, and I was just thinking, should we let them know that we have decided that we are going to be doing one in conversation now, and then one interview? We're going one for one, peeps. We're going one for one, and that is mainly because when we did that survey on our Instagram a little while ago, you guys seem to love the in-conversations. We love doing them. So we thought, why not add them in there? A bit of a point of difference. It is. And we just love talking to each other. It's kind of fun. It's basically what we do in like our car and in our home anyway. So now we just chuck a microphone in there and call it an episode. Exactly. So... Friends, big, big stuff going on in the world at the moment. You may have noticed that we did not post a podcast episode last week, which is very, very rare for us. Yeah. And that was a discussion that we were having internally for a while. It just didn't feel like the right time for us to be releasing content when there's so much other important information going on in the world right now that we felt like people could be consuming. We did also want to ensure that we are contributing to this conversation and all the changes that are going on in the world and the activism around Black Lives Matter. It is super important given that we do have this platform that we use our voices in whatever way we can to amplify the important messages that are being put out into the world at the moment and really contribute to this conversation in the best way we can. Obviously not being Black ourselves and on that, we do just kind of want to address our background and the way that we think of ourselves because we kind of have referred to ourselves on this podcast as white sometimes. We refer to ourselves as white passing. We are actually Jewish and our dad is Moroccan, but the color of our skin is white. So we do experience this world as white people and we consider ourselves to be extremely privileged. So we did just want to put that out there so that it's clear where we are approaching this conversation from. And completely honest, you know, it's been really difficult to kind of navigate where we fit in here because as people with influence and platforms like our Instagram and like our podcast, we do feel that it's really important that we get involved in the conversation. But at the same time, we don't want to take up the conversation and we know that we are coming at it from this privileged position. But at the same time, There is this duty that we feel to share with you from an open and loving place on a personal level and also on a business level. So we will be talking today about how we approach this as a brand being Tubes, but we also did just want to talk briefly about how we're feeling personally and what we've been doing around these conversations over the last couple of weeks. Mm. When we watched that video initially of George Floyd, like so many people, we experienced so much heaviness, so much sadness. And what transpired afterwards was truly, I want to say, 
incredible to see because while things have been scary in the world, I think that we're definitely coming from the perspective of change needs to happen. And so while it hasn't been fun to see some violence coming out of this situation, I do think that things that are happening right now are necessary to create change and change is necessary. I want to make that really clear. Mm. So from a personal perspective, while witnessing this change, we also felt it was important that we firstly go inward because a lot of the things that are happening around this conversation are talking about the idea of not being racist, believing that all people are made equal, which we believe. But then there's also this other part of the puzzle, which is actively being anti-racist. And I think that that's something that we don't necessarily talk that much about on this podcast. Mm. And I think that we initially just went inward and we spent some time with that and we kind of reflected on this internal racism that might exist within us as it does with all of us growing up in the society that we have. And from that place, we felt like it was important that we then start to actively be against racism. So Mm -hmm. what that's looked like for us is starting to use our platform to amplify the voices around people of colour. And participating in the protest that took place last weekend that was organised by the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance in Melbourne against black deaths in custody. And these are obviously just scratching the surface of things we could be doing. And truthfully, I think us personally, we have been somewhat aware of our privilege growing up and and starting this business and in our actions in general. You know, we have been supportive of causes. We try to use our platform for good and to amplify voices that wouldn't necessarily be heard. We have been doing some things, but what this period has really shown us is that we're not doing enough, that it isn't enough to just sometimes be contributing to the conversation. It isn't enough to sometimes be amplifying voices that need to be heard. You know, it's a luxury in itself that we are able to choose when we want to be contributing to this and how much we want to be contributing to this. And we are people that feel deeply. And I think that through each going on our own self-discovery journeys over the last year, it's amplified this compassion within us. And really more and more, it has moved us in the direction of not wanting to live in a way that is harmful to anyone else, not want to do business in a way that is harmful to anyone else, but also that is actively doing good and bringing good to the world. And a big part of that is creating the space for other people to be lifted up, for all people to be lifted up, to be equal, to all have these equal opportunities that we are so privileged to have, not just to run a business, to live in this life of luxury that we do, but to enjoy basic human rights that we get to enjoy and that we take such advantage of. I love so much of what you just said and I mean, I think that your tears are a testament to how deeply we feel and how deep the empathy runs in our veins. And 
we just wanted to start this conversation from a super open and honest place to just say on a very basic personal level, we want to do more, we want to do better, and we are dedicated to doing more and doing better. Yep. So at a very basic point, let's start there. Mm-hmm. I think that that is from our hearts, Jess and Steph, that's how we're feeling, that's how we're observing the world, and that's how we're moving forward in this climate. And then there's a really large piece to it because we also have a brand, Tubes, our footwear brand. And throughout the time that we have had this brand, we have really used it to amplify our values and beliefs about the world. So we have these pillars in our brand and we've spoken to you guys about this before, but we feel like we want to kind of recap them and nut them out and kind of allow you to understand why they exist within our brand and why we feel that it's a really important way to approach business. And also the ways that we are now thinking about how we can be doing more, how we can be doing better and how we can really be living these values every single day. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, COVID 2020, what a fucking year, you guys. It is really for us now amplified a couple of these and brought to our attention how we are not living a couple of these values deeply enough and how we want to change that. So one of our values that we do talk about a lot on this podcast and in general is female empowerment. And, you know, that is something that we believe so, so deeply in and don't necessarily feel like it is the right time to be having that conversation right now, but definitely is something we believe strongly in and we do believe we advocate for quite well. But our other two pillars. One is animals and the environment and the other is inclusivity. Just to talk quickly on animals and the environment, because that isn't the focus of today's episode, but you know, we do believe we advocate wholeheartedly for animals and having a vegan shoe label. That is obviously something that is very present for us, but the environment is one that we are extremely passionate about. And in this time of reflection in COVID, we have realized that we don't do enough for the environment. And while our shoes being vegan is awesome, we also want them to be sustainable and that is a non-negotiable for us. So that is a big journey that we have been talking about and we'll continue to talk about on this podcast. But what we wanted to talk about today was inclusivity. So inclusivity, this pillar that we created in our business, it actually stems from a place of not feeling like we belonged ourselves. So growing up and even beyond that, you know, in our early 20s, we just didn't really feel like we necessarily fit into what was being fed to us. And that was an experience in itself of not necessarily knowing our place in this world. And it was a journey for both of us to find. But when we created How to Live, initially in those early days being a blog, we were wearing these crazy outfits. And something that really organically occurred was by us showing up on our blog in these very out there outfits, we were creating a space where people felt permission that they could be themselves. And that was something that happened so naturally. Like, and I don't even feel like it was necessarily something we thought about in the early days, but we would really get 
emails and messages from kids at school being like, hey, thank you so much for your post. It's just this burst of happiness where I feel like I can be myself in a world where I don't necessarily feel that way. Mm. And so that was something that we just started carrying from those very early days, 2012. Since then, we have been carrying this idea of inclusivity and anything that we create, it's really important for us that people feel like they belong here, especially if they feel like they don't belong anywhere else. So what that has looked like in our business is when we are creating a campaign, for example, and we're looking for models, we're always looking for models that don't look like everybody else. That is the most basic, basic thing that we could do put someone in our campaign that you wouldn't necessarily see somewhere else. And it's not just to be different for the sake of being different because we think that would be cool. It's actually because we feel like the same person is represented everywhere you look. You see the same person. We all know what I'm talking about, particularly in Australia, like a lot of what you see in brand campaigns, it's the same models being booked for the same things. And we want people to be able to look at our brand and be like, oh, that's me and see themselves in it. Or even just realize that, oh, different people are being represented. This is an idea of cool that i had never considered before. And actually, even the reason that we got into shoes was because we felt like shoes were an opportunity to be really inclusive. It doesn't matter what size you are, how much makeup you're wearing, what you look like. Anyone can wear these shoes and anyone can feel awesome in these shoes. And also you don't have to be wearing heels and be uncomfortable because you're a woman. We also have always considered the price point of the shoes. We want it to be an accessible price point that isn't elitist and not only a small amount of the population can get involved with. So we always wanted it to be an affordable shoe that people could really have access to. And by doing so, we felt that that was in line with our inclusivity principle. And I guess these conversations, they are at the forefront and it is something that we're constantly discussing with our team. Anytime we're talking about a new project or a new collection, ideas around inclusivity always come up. But what this time has really shown us is that it's not necessarily good enough what we've been doing and it's made us think of different ways that we can actually approach the situation that would be amplifying this message around inclusivity. A perfect example of that is we have hit roadblocks in certain situations. We've been looking for models. If you go and you have a look on the big modeling agencies, most of the people still are just white skinny girls. That's just a reality. It's been really tough to find diverse models. That hasn't stopped us. Don't get me wrong. We find our ways of finding different models, but we haven't spoken out about the fact that it's been really tough to find different models. And we've had people make comments to us on shoots and things. Oh, well, you know, it would be easier if we just had one of these people. I don't think we've been using our voice enough. I think we've done a good job of showing a diverse range of people in our shoes, but I think we could be doing a better job and we could be encouraging people more. Yeah. And I think that 
Something that this period has really shown me is just how many layers there are in order to be an inclusive brand or in order to preach that you are an inclusive person. And I think that maybe what we were talking about in the beginning, being not a racist person, you only are really scratching those three top levels. But in reality, there are about 15 other levels that we haven't been hitting. And those are things like in books that we read, in podcasts that we listen to, even in my Instagram feed, in the people that I follow. And it's only something that I've noticed in the last two weeks since I've started following more people of color that are speaking out about this time that's going on right now is that I've realized that there's not much diversity being represented on the people that I follow at all. Mm. And if I'm not on my Instagram where I am at multiple points throughout my day, then I'm missing out on this crucial information and missing out on educating myself. Totally. And I think there's this skew that people start to see. And I want to use an example that I think a lot of people listening to this podcast can relate to, which is men and women. And that idea that if there are two women out of 10 on a panel and eight men, men perceive that as equal, whereas women can see that that clearly is not equal. And I think that perhaps we have been guilty of that same idea where it's like, oh no, it's equal because there are eight white people and two people of color. Perhaps we have been seeing that as equal and it's that we need actual equality. It's not good enough to just have the token. Just the same way as women, we want equality. We want equality for all people. Now is the time for true equality. Mm, That's so true. And you mentioned the word token there, which I'd love to touch on really quick because it's a question that we get asked by a lot of small brands and they say to us, I want to be for inclusivity and I want to be for female empowerment or I want to be for this, I want to be for that, but I don't want it to seem tokenistic. Mm. And It's a really, really tough one, I think, as a brand, because especially when you care about something, you're like, I just want to care about it, but I don't want people to misconstrue it and I don't want to get yelled at for it and I'm scared of what to do. But when it's coming from a loving place and when it's coming from a real place, it can't be tokenistic. Even if someone throws that word at you, like you guys are being tokenistic, if you know in your heart that you believe in it, It can't be. Mm. So I think that speaking to other brands or other people with platforms that want to start using them, even if you just have a personal Instagram and you're like, I don't want it to seem tokenistic. If your heart is in it, it's not. And don't allow that to be the thing that prevents you from starting to use your voice. Because if we all just did that, we would not see the change that's being created right now. Yeah, for sure. And I think you're right though, when it is tokenistic, it's done probably for an ulterior motive. You know, a brand that really just wants to seem like they're getting involved in the conversation. That's when it is tokenistic. That's why it comes off as tokenistic. But you're right. If you come from a place of love and compassion, and this is really what you want to see change in the world and you're doing it for the right reasons, 
I think that will come across. And maybe sit with yourself and ask yourself, why do I want to do this? What change do I want to see created? Or what do I want to achieve by putting these values out there? Mm. And that way you feel really confident in yourself. You feel really grounded moving forward to be able to use your voice in a productive way. Another thing that I'd really like to mention being Australian is something that isn't a big enough part of this conversation right now around Black Lives Matter, but I I really think that it needs to be a bigger one, is around the first peoples of our country. You know, growing up with this idea of Australia Day being on a day that this country was invaded. Like it is so intrinsically a part of our Australian culture that we just kind of dismiss the Indigenous people of our country. And I actually, when I was in Byron last year, I went to a talk with Lydia Fairhall with Dumbo Feather magazine. And she is in the arts and she is an Indigenous woman. And the way she talked about what her culture has given her and what it has given her people and how white Australians have really missed out on so much by shutting out that culture, how sad that is. You know, I really felt that deeply that we have something so special here. She said, Australia's first peoples are actually believed to be the oldest culture in the world. And when they go and meet with other first peoples from around the world, they are revered here. And we are just missing out on this incredible opportunity to learn from these people, to learn from their wisdom, to be enriched by their culture, which could and should be such a part of our culture. And we actually grew up in our house with our parents loving Indigenous art and having a lot of it in our home. And actually earlier this year, we were approached by an incredible Indigenous artist who is from Northern Queensland. And we are actually doing a collaboration with her through Tubes, which is going to be coming out later in the year, which we are very, very excited about. And we will talk all about it when it is coming out later in the year. But I think remembering that they are the first peoples of this country and thinking about ways that we can honour them, that we can work with them, that we can hero them, champion them, fight for their causes and fight for their rights in this country is really, really important. And I think as brands and as influencers, we are the people who can really amplify those voices and allow them to be heard and to tell their stories. And I would really encourage you and us to think about that and think about how we can provide the platform for their voices to be more amplified. You're right. There's so, so, so much more work that needs to be done in Australia. And the idea that this stuff only happens in America could not be further from the truth. I think that it's amazing that these black deaths in custody are getting noticed and talked about and hopefully some justice at the moment, but I just think that that is a basic, basic, basic human right, right? And there's just so much more that needs to be done around our culture in order to create space for these people to be able to live their truths amongst us as well, guys. They don't need to live our truths. And I think that that's something that's so important to remember that our cultures are completely different. And just because theirs is different from ours doesn't make it wrong and doesn't make it worse. And the idea that white people 
people create what success looks like and they're like, oh, why aren't they fitting into it? It's freaking bogus. And that's the number one thing that I hear that really, really irks me. Something else we've been reflecting on is the kind of influences that we work with. And while we have been mindful in the past to be working with a diverse group of influencers, it's definitely an area where we feel like we could be doing more. We feel like it hasn't necessarily been a part of the conversation that we've been seeing, but it's definitely a shift that needs to take place where brands are thinking more about the types of influencers that they're working with and representing a whole diverse group of people within that. Well, yeah, and that goes into the campaign conversation that we were having around not only having one type of model. I think ultimately the influences that we connect with are the people that we're choosing to represent our brand. And as a brand, I think it's important to strive to have a really diverse group of people representing your brand and an influencer strategy that reflects this is a really important part of the story that people don't necessarily talk about as much. Mm. Let's learn from each other. Let's not just be in our boxes that we're in, that we've grown up with, that are safe, that we know it's time to get uncomfortable. Isn't that what 2020 has taught us? Now is the time to get uncomfortable. It's the time to embrace everyone, to question everything and to really do things differently and make a change. And on that note, it's okay that you might be feeling uncomfortable right now and it's okay that you might be feeling overwhelmed, but maybe you can start to switch that narrative to this right now is scary, to this right now is necessary and how can I get involved? Because it is a really exciting time for change. Literally, if we open our eyes, change is happening all around us, which can only be a good thing. It's pushing us forward in a more productive way, allowing us to not be stuck in the past, but rather hoping for a more hopeful future. So let's do it. Let's do it. And we feel it too, you guys. It hasn't been an easy time for us. We've been uncomfortable. We've been sad. It's been hard to get out of bed. It's been heavy. It's been sickening. But I think we need to remember that it isn't about us. Exactly. It is okay to go inwards. It is okay to pause, to reflect. It is necessary to go inwards, but there's a difference between going inwards and being selfish, I think. That's an important distinction. And also going inwards and staying there. Yeah. Uh-uh. But going inwards, checking it all out, reflecting a little bit, and then using that to take you forward into this new way of living. Mm-hmm. That's great. Let's all do that, you guys. Oh, deep breaths, peeps. Okay. Great chat. I hope that you got something out of listening to this episode. I also hope that we didn't say anything that offended anybody. We did not mean to cause any offense by what we've said, but if you do feel like you'd like to have a conversation to educate us in some way, to share an opinion that wasn't shared in this podcast. We know that we come from our very narrow opinion. We're very open to it. Please come join in our conversation. We have a Facebook group, How to Live the Podcast. Our Instagram is How to Live the Podcast. You can write to us personally at jessandsteph at howtolive.com. And please 
keep thinking about how you can contribute to this conversation. And if there's anything we can do to help you contribute to the conversation, please do get in touch. So next week on the podcast, we got a good one. You do. So this is Lizzie Velasquez. She is a motivational speaker, activist, author, YouTuber, and she was also born with an extremely rare congenital disease. Take a listen. I started thinking all of these people agree that I'm horrible and that I I'm going to make people go blind by my ugliness. And all of these people are saying this world would be better without me. So when you hear these things, read these things over and over, it gets to a point where you stop hearing it and it starts becoming a part of you. And so when I started feeling their words becoming a part of me, that's when I woke up and was like, this isn't going to happen. I'm not going to let them win. And I don't know how I'm not going to let them win, but they're not going to tell my story. That's right here next week on the podcast. Until then, take care of yourselves. Hope you have an okay week. Hope you are doing okay. Sending you so, so, so much love and light. And please amplify the love and light out there to all. We will chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.